from the streets of Cincinnati, welcome to the jungle! going on welcome to the show this is sports with strawberry ice i'm your host the ice man jeff trunapole and as always i'm bringing you sports from a west side point of view right here in the great city of cincinnati ohio home of jackpot joey burrow the afc north champion cincinnati Bengals. now do me a favor if you found the show hit that like and subscribe button smash that thumbs up i'm up to 1545 subscribers you guys are awesome i made a huge jump last couple days i appreciate every single one of you guys for joining the show now if you want to make a comment or support what i'm doing make sure me and glenn goodberry the goodberry variant as he likes to call himself on twitter answer your question give me a super chat or you just want to support what i'm doing give me a super chat i would greatly appreciate it and as always i'm coming to you live from the ice cave and the ice cave is brought to you by t properties t properties quality housing for quality people check out their website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. So if you own a business or a t-shirt company or whatever, and you want to sponsor my show, I can put your ad right there. Just like I did for T properties. Just hit me up in the DMS or email me at Jeff at gmail.com. All right, let's get to today's guest. Now everybody knows about the Goodberry. The Goodberry is usually a Bengal fan, but this is the Goodberry variant. Some people might say it might be the better version of them. I don't know. This one's full of wings, beer, and all kinds of fun, so let's get to it. Glad, what's going on, brother? Jeff, what's up, man? How are you? Oh man, I'm excited for this one. I'm I'm already hungry. Just the stuff that you tweeted out said you're gonna have on the show because you know me, man. I, I I am a big chicken wing fan. I love uh, beat ups and buffalo wings and rings and all that stuff. And you you look like you got yourself a nice spread there, sir. Every time I put something up, you're like, man, you're making a fat guy hungry. Man, 
I need to get some food. I got to get. <laughs> and uh, so it's sort of been like this little thing for me lately. I've been, since football season ended, I'm like, I'm posting food. I've been right. posting wings and right. buffalo food because I've been getting a lot of, um, you know, you, you Bengal fans all from all over the country, even Bills fans are, are following me. But obviously, like you, you had just mentioned, my brother, everybody's, you know, everybody knows who Joe Goodberry is for the most part, right? At least, right. you know, for the most, it, it, it's a, it, they're aware of him. But then I come onto the scene and people are like, I know you, you're, uh, you're Joe's brother, Bill's right. man brother. You're the variant. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but yeah, so I got some buffalo wings today and a lot of you guys know what Duff's is. So I got Ooh. some Duff's wings with blue cheese, not Ooh. ranch. You See, I, I, I can't do the blue cheese. I'm not a blue cheese guy. I got to do ranch though. You got to be raised on it. Cause it's, it is a little funky when I was yeah, kid, it just, disgusting. I, I just, yeah, I just don't get into blue cheese, the chunkiness there, but the ranch I'll, I'll, I'll drink that stuff. <laughs> And then I've got a buffalo staple here called a beef on weck. Have you ever Ooh. heard of that? Uh-uh. What is that? That is uh, roast beef. Um, it's heated in a, in a juice. We call it au jus. The, the bun, is a, it's got sea salt and chemo, uh, caraway seed on it. Ooh. It's called a chemoic roll. We got the au jus right here. Ooh. And then I got a little, this is a Canadian thing, but it's called... Blue light. You guys might be familiar with Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. I know what that is. I, I yeah, the beer, the beer I know about. Yeah, the 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 wings I know about, but the sandwich I don't know about. That looks delicious. Like I said, if the Bengals play the the Bills uh sometime, which I the only way we plan this year is if we're beating the playoffs. I'm coming out coming there and I'm hanging out with you and your brother. We're gonna go drink some beer and eat some wings and I'm gonna eat some good uh buffalo uh buffalo food because you guys are known for not only your food but also uh jumping through tables. So yeah. My question is, always, and I've always wanted to know this. Do you have any idea where the hell that got started at? Who, who thought of the idea of jumping through a freaking table at tailgate? So, you you know, we've got this college atmosphere. Everybody talks about the college atmosphere. And, mm -hmm. you know, the the age demographic, I would assume, are the ones that originated the table jump. I don't have a 100% clear story to tell you is the origins to the table breaking. But... It became a phenomenon, right? So everybody's like, yeah. you got to jump through a table. I'm 37 years old. I'm not jumping through tables. Even nope. if we were jumping through tables 15 years ago at tailgates, I may have done it then. <laughs> but like back in the day, I was doing push-ups for beers out in the parking lot. I was just trying to, you know, get boozed up before these games because it's negative 25 windshield. You got to have something in you right. to, to get you going. So we weren't jumping through tables yet. But, yeah, you know, internet, cell phone, uh, uh, you can record everything now, and you got, you know, it's evolved into people uh, jumping all over the place, you know, <laughs> breaking tables, lighting them on fire, uh, <laughs> jumping crazy. off of RVs and buses. Yeah, I I'm surprised more people don't get up with concussions because I've seen, I saw one last year where these these two guys picked these two girls up and just power bond them right through it and their heads. Missed the table and hit the hit the ground. I'm like, dude, they gotta be knocked out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> holy crap. There's some uh, there's some serious stuff that you hear about after the fact of people getting hurt and things. Oh, like yeah, that. but you know, it's that's how we roll. I guess it, it's sort of the the allure of it, and people chirp at me. You know, the uh, Bengal fans usually are the you know that second market that talk to me quite a bit. <laughs> And they're like, you got to jump through a table. I'm like, I'm not jumping through tables. And yeah, yeah, that's, that's yeah, that's that's not. How, I'm not doing that here, dude. I'll be I'll be forty, <laughs> I'll be forty seven uh, next Thursday. There's no way in hell I'm jumping through a table. I jump through a yeah. table. I'm not kidding. I mean, hell, I woke up today, my knee and my ankle were killing me, and all I did was sleep. So, <laughs> yeah, the last thing I need too. I've got an eleven year old son is to go viral, really tearing myself apart. My son is now. You know, uh, the, the laughing stock at school because his dad, uh, you know, was concussed and laying oh, in a parking God. lot. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know that guy, that good bear guy? Yeah. He, yeah. He, he got knocked out. All right. My boy Dale here from, you know, you, you guys are, you're on his show. You and Joe are on their show. Yeah. A couple weeks ago, the uh, Bengals and Brews said that Derek said that he would let me and Dale put him through a table. So I, that, so we have that, that, me and, me and Dale get to slam Derek through a table apparently sometime. 
So you mentioned about the Bills, about Bengals coming. Buffalo comes to Cincinnati this season. So there's oh. a regular season game in Cincinnati that I have a few weekends. I cannot make my way to Cincinnati. As long as the game is not on one of those weekends, I'll be traveling down again with Joe and our wives. Awesome. And awesome. Uh, coming down for it. Maybe we can break a table down in Cincinnati. Hell yeah. Well, hey, we'll, all of us will put arrow through the table. Which we'll all, all you, me, Joe, Dale, we'll all just drink Derek and just slam him right through the table. We can He'll put be Derek fine through with the table. It. Yeah, Derek, put Derek through the table, you know. <laughs> yeah, that'll work. Yes, I, I that's right. You, you are right. I forgot the, the the bills are coming here, so that that will be cool. And last time the bill, like it's it's kind of cool. I think the the Buffalo fans and the and the Bengal fans have kind of joined together in forces of you know us getting along. And I know it, it happened a lot uh, a couple of years ago when when we put the Ratbirds out of the playoffs. Yeah, Andy Dalton threw the touchdown to to TB and put the Bills in the playoffs for the first time in forever. Yeah, it's so. always a it's always this weird sort of like force of nature. The Bills. And Bengals seem to swap players or um, get involved in some way or another. The fan bases can really relate to one another. You know, two historically sort of low-end franchises that's had these stellar moments in the 80s and the 90s. Right. And then really hit like this. Even during our 17-year playoff drought, you know, the Bengals still made the playoffs a few times. We didn't win any, though. (laughs) Right. So, like, you know, we just sort of share this, like, turmoil. And then T.O., you know, coming back and forth, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Mm -hmm. And then all the way down to now, thanks a lot, we got Bobby Hart. You're welcome. So, you know. That's our gift to you. You can have him. We don't want him back. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks. Well, I got there's another thing that we share that and and that I get a little irritated with, to be honest, is the K-Gun. The shock, the, the the no huddle offense. Yeah, and, yeah. and I and it started here in Cincinnati, and, yes. and Buffalo took it over and called it the K Gun and went to four Super Bowls. And I get a little irritated sometimes because people forget that it actually started in Cincinnati. Right. And I'll never forget this: is in 1888, Buffalo were going to face you guys in the AFC Championship game, and they were trying to to make it illegal to for that to 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 not be able to to do our no huddle. And then the very next year, they started doing it and went to four Super Bowls. So I. I not, not that I, I hold any grudges, but I do get a little irritated when people say, oh, yeah, it started in Buffalo. Like, no, 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 no. It started in Cincinnati. Buffalo yeah. took it over and did better with it than we did. They went to four straight Super Bowls, but still. That's one thing that we have in common. Yeah, I understand it as a, like you're, you're saying, as a Cincinnati uh, uh, origins. And, yeah. Right. And Buffalo, the Bills of the 90s with Kelly, and then they were high flying, and uh, they needed something to take themselves over the top. And, uh and it worked for them four times in a row, but obviously they couldn't win yeah. any of those. The, the first, being 37, the first game I truly remember is that Bills-Washington uh, Super Bowl, uh, Super yes. Bowl 26. Mm-hmm. And uh, I must have been eight years old. You know, I was really sort of uh, coming into being a football fan. And so that's one of the first games I remember. I remember being really extremely sad that last loss to the Cowboys – uh, at the Georgia Dome, Super Bowl uh, 28. I was like, this is the fourth one. They were leading at the half, and they lost. And I'm like, it was uh, it, man. You know. I, I trust you. Bengals fans, we, we feel your pain. I, I've I've went. I've watched the Bengals go to three Super Bowls. So I, I'm, I'm, I got about 10 years on it. I'm almost 47. Yeah. So I watched them go three times and lose all three times. And and, and this this last one. It's 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 always the hard the, the the newest one is always the hardest one. And my daughter. God love her. She she really got into to the Bengals with me this year. She doesn't really care, but she really got into it this year with them winning, going to Super Bowl and all that stuff. Yeah. And I'm all depressed after the game. And she goes, Dad, she goes, but at least they went. You know, they were there. I said, I know, honey. I said, I said, it's good. I'm glad they went. But I said, I've watched them lose three freaking times. And sure. all three of them, they were in it. <laughs> like, like this one, if we had the offensive line we have, like that we have right now, I think we'd beat them by two scores, in my yeah. opinion. Sure. But, that's that's the other thing. Unfortunately, we have in common. We've never neither one of us have won a Super Bowl. We've been to multiple Super Bowls, and but we haven't won that, yet. It's funny we're like peaking right now together too. The right. Bills and Bengals, they beat with Burrow and Allen, and you know the sort of coming together. They almost played in the championship game last year. We know how that ended up with the Chiefs. They would have been coming here. It would have been insane. It would have been. We had a family vacation plan too. My wife planned a trip to Florida. And we were leaving the day before the AFC Championship game. And we were season ticket holders. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I, 
I, and it's coming down to the wire. Joe's here. We're watching the game here. My wife's sitting there. She's panicking because the Bills <laughs> are in the lead. 13 seconds. Right. She's panicking. She's like already looking up tickets for me to like fly out on Monday. And meet That's a good wife right there. That's a great wife. Yeah. <laughs> she, you know what, even the vacation, I didn't have to worry about anything. And I wasn't even going to give her a hard time about it because she really planned it. She was mm -hmm. focusing on so much right. that, you know what I mean? She, the bills are sort of my thing. She loves the bills too, but it's not her primary focus when it comes to things for me. When the when Sunday's coming up, and I'm like, you booked what? Or we have to go to a birthday party? Or I'm not, you know, do not plan anything on Sundays. Exactly. That's that's the first thing I'm thinking about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, dude. From from September till for us this year till February, my Sundays are booked. I'm watching the Bengals. I'm either at, I got my season ticket holder myself. I'm either at the games or I'm down here in Ice Cave watching it. I'm I'm not I'm not doing anything else. I'm like that, that's that's what I want, especially. For us, and that's what's kind of cool about, like you said, the hard times that Buffalo fans have gone through and the hard times Bengal fans have gone through. Right now, we're the two of the top teams in the AFC. There's a very good chance we could meet each other in the AFC Championship game. That, that's a very good possibility. We both have young, upcoming quarterbacks, young, upcoming teams, and we are the the upper echelon of the AFC right now. Now, the AFC, let's, let's get into that a little bit. It's going to be a juggernaut. I mean, I think yeah. the AFC is the varsity. I think the NFC – is is the JV compared to all the quarterbacks that's come over here and all the players that come over here? I mean, I'm not sure why they all wanted to come to come to this side, but they have. So it's going to be a just a bloodbath this year to in the AFC in general. Yeah, I don't know why they all wanted to come to this side. There's there's this Bengals ripple effect. Mm -hmm. the Bengals got good, right? The Bengals have a the, the second year quarterback Joe Burrow, rookie wide receiver. They're not supposed to be this good this fast. These teams that thought like chargers and the bills and um they they were like we we're gonna jump in and we're gonna take it but the bengals did so right. it created this ripple effect where these teams now are like I, we, it, it should have been us we're gonna do these things now to make sure it's us this time and then the bengals go ahead and did the one thing they truly needed was was bolster their offensive line mm -hmm. so it's almost like this like this crazy strategic Yes, <laughs> it's going to be insane. Great teams are going to miss the playoffs this year. Oh, yeah, the Bills miss? I hope not, but <laughs> things could shake out. That AFC West is going to shake out weird. They're going to be beating each other up over there, which is good for like, uh, like the Bills, who are clearly the strongest team, in my opinion. And a lot of people would say, too, the Dolphins are trying and the Patriots are trying, but... I think the Bills are still clear front runners in the East, and then the South still has, you know what I mean, their issue. But the North and the West are going to be sort of battling each other. For the, the North is going to be no joke, dude. I mean, with with I mean, no. the only team that's well, I, I preface that depends on how much Deshaun Watson plays. I don't know. That's the one variant with them is you have no idea. I think he's going to be suspended. Yeah. But you have no idea. It's going to be six, ten, the whole season. You know, you don't know what that's going to be. So that's where. Sure. The thing that's different on me, and uh, I call them the Ratbirds, um, the, the, uh, the Ravens, they're not going to be as injured as they were last year. That's not going to happen. So, so the they're, they're going to be a good team. The thing with them is I, I personally think that teams have figured out how to play the, the Ravens a little better than they used to. Yeah. And so that's where I, I think – and like I said, we, we went in there when they're fully healthy and, and kicked their ass in Baltimore at the beginning of the year last year. So I think we yeah. got a, a good shot of holding our own against them. And then we have the Squealers. They got Terbersky, who who knows might be a good quarterback, but they still have a killer defense. No matter what we say, how bad we want the Steelers to suck, they have a good defense. You know, it's it's true. Yeah, so, the Steelers could get annoying and and win some games that could put some uh, ripples in the North. And like you you just said with the uh, with the Rappers, the Ravens, they could they could be healthy, and they need to figure out a wrinkle with um, you know so they're not as figured out. Like the Bills last year came out to start the year and they were pretty much kind of running the same offense they were in the year before and right. they weren't as potent. And then they get into this rhythm midway through the year where they really start turning it up and really looking uh, deadly again, like they did in 2020. And maybe, you know, you, you have to sort of switch that up a little bit. Maybe the Ravens do maybe do something like that, but um, I don't know. Yeah. I think the North isn't going to be as tough as the West, but I think, no, the West, right the West is no joke, yeah. But the North is, yeah. Joke. 
I don't yeah, know who's going to win the West. AFC altogether should be hard. Let's get we got a couple questions here from Dale. Yeah. He goes, uh, uh, when Josh Allen was drafted, did you know he was that dude or just hoped? I didn't know he was that dude, and I was really nervous because yeah. he had – we're tired of hearing the shit like, he's got great hands. He's big. He's He right. can throw in the snow. He can throw in the wind. And then there's Josh Allen that's leading up to all this, and we're like, they're going to take Josh Allen because – they're feeding us this beforehand. And then they take Josh Allen. And I'm like, okay, Josh. And Josh, you were getting these flashes that first year. You're right, like, okay, right. you're getting these flashes. Next year goes to the playoffs. You're still getting these better flashes, but he did level up a little bit. Mm -hmm. He goes to the playoffs. He doesn't look as good against the Texans. And I'm panicking. I'm like, he might not be it. He right. might not be it. He comes out in 2020. He elevates again. So every year with Josh, mm -hmm. he's been able to, lift his ceiling we didn't know where his ceiling would be because he was so raw but he was um physically gifted he was athletic and he had the size but they've been able to coach him really well and develop him even work with jordan palmer he's been working with him a lot in the off seasons to really develop his technique and his mechanics and you know accuracy was his joke coming into 2020 right. he's mm -hmm. not accurate he's not accurate with the deep ball well he, he, he did some training, he did his work, and he's accurate with the deep ball, and he is dangerous. He's one of the most dangerous quarterbacks, and some people say is the most dangerous quarterback in the league right now. And I don't know, I let those opinions go to them, but I really love Josh Allen right now. I love him. He is that dude right now. Yeah, I'll tell you, to be honest, I, I am shocked as I, to how far he's come. Like Because this is one thing that, that I, I said about Joe, Joe Burrow, Jack about Joe Burrow when he came in here. He doesn't have yeah. the strongest arm. But he's very accurate, and to me, accuracy is hard to get. If you don't, if you're not accurate before you get in the NFL, it's hard to get that way. Josh Allen could throw the ball through a freaking tree, probably. Yeah, you know, I'm exaggerating there, but I mean, but his accuracy wasn't there, and he's gotten so much better at that. That's the biggest thing, and to me, that that's changed his whole career, the accuracy, yeah. because you cannot defend the perfectly thrown football. I don't care right. if you throw 100 miles an hour or 50 miles an hour. If you throw it exactly where your guy gets it or nobody gets it, you can't defend that. Yeah. And Joe Burrow and Josh Allen can both do that now. Yeah. Exceptional situations help you win a league. You just can't. You can't hit that norm. And then so you can be good in um, purgatory. And my brother, you know, talking in, he calls it QB purgatory. But it comes – you have to have that extra level. And Josh has that extra level. And – Joe Burrow has that extra level. We were down there against the Jaguars, and they were losing that Thursday night game. Uh -huh. yeah, I remember. <laughs> and I was, you know, that night I left the stadium, and I remember the one thing that I thought to myself was, Joe Burrow has a killer instinct. He is a natural killer. Like, mm -hmm. he is not going to stop. He's going to be relentless. Even if he does lose the game, his relentlessness is going to be something that you're going to leave there remembering. And then he elevates the players around him. And I just, yeah. I was super impressed with Burrow when I left that night. I think, I think I was really impressed. I got more impressed with, with, with uh, Josh Allen last couple of years, especially the, the game. We'll talk about the playoff game against the Chiefs. I mean, he, he couldn't do any more. <laughs> I mean, yeah. he, he did everything he possibly could to, to win that game. I mean, you, you can't play a better game than he did. It just came down to who had the ball, the ball last. And yeah. to me, that was, an unbelievable, unbelievable playoff game. I mean, to me, it was probably the best playoff game. If you're not a fan of either team, just watching football, that was the best playoff game. For me, obviously, it was all the Bengals wins were the best best playoff game because I'm a Bengals fan. But as far as just to be a, a football fan in general, that was such an entertaining game. And Josh Allen impressed the hell out of me of how he just kept coming back and kept coming back. And that's what I love about Joe Burrow. And I think Josh Allen's got it too. They've got that killer instinct, and and they yeah. also have or they're leaders of men. You yeah. know, you've had guys who've had all the physical traits, you know, but if they don't know how to lead guys and, and get guys to buy in, and okay, I'm gonna go follow that guy because that guy is gonna win. You know, yeah. and that's what you need when you're a quarterback. And I think both Joe Burrow and Josh Allen both have that. Right, and I, I agree with that. And that game against the Chiefs, and we we're just talking about Josh Allen's like four years sort of each year he's developed in that game in particular i i saw this elevation with each quarter with josh allen even going into that final drive where they scored like 
I'd never seen anything like that from Josh because they were losing close games all year. Mm -hmm. And then they lost another close game. Their losses were all within a touchdown this year. Mm -hmm. And um, I just, you know, but I don't fault the offense and Josh Allen for that loss. And, you know, watching the game, you understand it. It just, there were some miscommunications. It's a big deal here in Buffalo because McDermott kept sort of, being coy about it really sort of so, I okay I got a question what what does Buffalo fans uh, feel about McDermott as a head coach with with that that loss to be ending your season what was what's the thought process there in Buffalo for for him right now after that game some people were like hey, is this going to be our guy is this right. it? Is it but I feel like you get so caught up and lost in the moment that you forget this is the best probably the best coach that we've had since Marv Levy and you just be, he lost a game. He lost a huge game. One of the most dramatic losses that we've ever had in the history of the bills, but he is still the best coach that we can get right now. You're not, we're not going to do anything about doing it. Let him go and then try to find that, you, Do you have that? That's the same thing. I kept having arguments. I have with people with, with, with Zach Taylor here up until this year. And yeah. I'm like, you can't Well, everybody's like, everybody's always quickly. Okay. Let's get rid of that guy. Okay, and then who are you going to get? I mean, I had this argument when we had Andy Dalton here as a quarterback. No, Andy Dalton wasn't a great quarterback. You know, could we have won a Super Bowl with him? Yes, I think we could have. We didn't. But the thing is, everybody's like, oh, we got to get rid of him. I said, okay, great. Who? I'm like, we're, right. we're drafting. We're going to the playoffs every year. We're not drafting low enough or high enough, I should say, to, to, to get one of these top quarterbacks. And, you know, it's not like now where you can just trade for quarterbacks. That wasn't happening back then. So that's, right. it, that's and that's where I kept going with, with Zach Taylor. What I like about Zach Taylor is I like the guys he brought in the room, brought, brought into the building. You know, they're captains, they're winners. They all been in from winning programs. And, and that was the thing that I kept saying, I kept defending Zach. And now everybody's like, Oh, Zach Taylor is a good coach. I'm like, I know. And the thing is you can't just hurry up and get rid of your coach because it takes so right. much to start all over again. Now, right. the one thing you guys are going to have to replace is you lost your, your offense coordinator. He's the, uh, the uh, giants head coach. Yeah. Do you think Josh will take, is that going to be a step backwards or because he had a lot to do with help Josh improve his game? Yeah. I think it's very much going to be a passing of the torch thing. Mm-hmm. I think Josh is um, really sort of in a position mentally to, and they're even consulting with Josh moving forward. Like the hiring of Ken Dorsey was the quarterback's coach, but regardless of who they hired, Josh was going to have insight. Josh is also going to have insight on the playbook and the plays so right now they gave him that big contract last year and they're moving forward as a team with Josh Allen being their guy. Like everything they do offense centric is going to go through Josh Allen from this, this year going forward. Yeah. that That's the cool thing. And they do that with, with Joe Burrow too. And it's not, it's not that Joe Burrow or Josh Allen have the final say so it's that they yeah. get consulted in it. You know, they they're being brought into right. the, the process of it. And that's what I think that's what, most quarterbacks, if you're an elite quarterback, that's what you want. You want to have yeah. at least your your ideas, your thoughts heard and considered, you know? Yeah. And that, that's what I think one of the problems with Russell Wilson, when he wanted to get out of Seattle, he felt like he wasn't being given, you know, they weren't listening to him at all. And yeah. I, I feel that that Joe Burrow, that they are, because I think that had a lot to do with why we drafted Jamar Chase because of Joe Burrow's uh, influence yeah. in, into that draft pick. Sure. And and it was – the well, the other option was Carmen, right? It was they were going insane at, at the draft last year because, uh, you know, they got to get that offensive line. Which, yeah, sure. Yeah. Like, but, but but when you have a guy like Jamar Chase, you, yes. you can't. That's a that's a that's what I kept saying. I said that's a generational wide receiver. I said yes. you can't. And people are like, oh, he's the next John Ross. I said, no, 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 no. I said he's not John Ross. I said, did you see him in Burrow play at LSU? And I'm yep. not. I am not an SEC fan, but I respect the hell out of the SEC. And if you can go do what they did in the SEC against those teams, you're, there's a very good chance you're going to do it. Do it uh, in the NFL. Now, I didn't think it'd be as dominant <laughs> this year as they were. Are they? I think that shocked everybody. Absolutely. But, that, but that's the thing. It's like you, you, you want. You're glad that they are taking the quarterback's uh, thoughts and ideas moving forward. Yeah. It, and Chase had that huge game against the Chiefs, right? Am I yep. thinking correctly? Because I remember yep. being at the Bills game, um, and I'm looking up at the scoreboard, and they're showing a top fantasy. I keep seeing Jamar Chase. I'm like, I'm like, holy hell, this dude is tearing it up today. 
I'm like, I was just, and even Burrow was, was up there too. I'm like, holy shit, they're tearing it up. And I'm there with my father. Obviously, he's Joe's father too. Yeah. And we're like freaking out. We're like talking about Joe. Uh-oh. There you go. You're back? I'm back. Okay. All right. Good. Sorry. <laughs> I had a yeah. little, uh, my wife was FaceTiming me. It came up on <laughs> She don't doesn't she know you're on the strawberry ice show? I mean, come on. Yeah, she knows. I'm at you know, she's was thinking it was gonna uh, it, my phone, which it is. It, it happens. All right, I gotta get this question here by Crypt Keeper. Yeah, yeah. All right, good bear. How far <laughs> can you throw a dildo on the field? And how did that become a thing to do in Buffalo? I'm kind of curious about that myself. We do some dumb shit here. And somebody <laughs> smuggled somebody smuggled a dildo and they threw it at Tom Brady one game. And then the Patriots are here this year and they threw a dildo. How, how far can I throw a dildo? That would be some fun content, actually. I, yes. Maybe once once well the snow's finally gone, but we're getting into you know, we're into our fake spring right now, which is kind of warm. And yeah, then it's going to get cold again. Yeah. So maybe once summer rolls around, it dries up. I'll get with Joe and we'll throw dildos. And see or, or if you guys are coming here for the Buffalo game, we can just we can just do it right here, right here in the parking lot. In, in, uh, in uh, one of the t- tailgate areas there in the. Uh, in the, outside of Paul Brown Stadium, and see see who all of us can who can throw it the farthest. That's not a bad idea. We could do like the Cincinnati Buffalo Olympics here. <laughs> there we'll you go. The, but, but, and the opening ceremony is throwing yeah. Derek through a table. I like this. Yeah, we'll throw Derek through the table. We'll throw dildos. We'll whatever you want to do. We'll have a wing eating contest. Oh hell yeah! I'm down for this. This is gonna be fun. I like this. Be a good time. I'm hoping it's one of those weekends that I'm available. I got a wedding one. I got some other things going on. And nice weather. I would prefer it to be nice. When we went down there at the end of September for that Thursday night game, it was gorgeous. We were walking around, T-shirts on, the sun's yep. out. It was my third time to Cincinnati, too. And, you know, I I love that city. I love that skyline. I love the stadiums being downtown. The Bills are getting this new stadium. And I wished it was in Buffalo. But I just, when you're coming in, you see that Cincinnati skyline. You got the, oh, it's, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. You got the Reds. You got the Bengals. It's just you know, it's, it's just cool. Fantastic. Yeah, like I said, I, I wish I could talk about Buffalo, but I've never, I've never been to that city, which is kind of funny. My son uh, grew up playing travel hockey, and we traveled everywhere, yeah. but we never traveled to Buffalo. That was one tournament for some reason. We never went to Buffalo. We went to Pittsburgh. We went to Chicago. Hell, we went to Canada once. <laughs> yeah, that's I mean, interesting because Buffalo is a huge hockey town. Right. Exactly. We're a big hockey market here. Um, Big Saber fans for the most part. And uh, hockey's been dull from a professional standpoint here for the last, you know, 12 years. Well, okay, I have a question. We're, we don't, well, this is a football podcast, but this, I, this is, I, I do like hockey and I want to know. And I can't think of the guy's name right now. You drafted him from Boston College a couple years ago and you traded Jack him. Jack Michael. Why did they trade him? There's, there's, you know, you're in, when you're in the city, there's, you're living in the town of the sports team. There's some heartbeat, right? And some rumors, but whatever. Right. But the thing was he had a neck injury and the Sabres weren't comfortable with the sort of trial uh, surgery for him. And uh, which was to replace a disc with an artificial disc in his neck, uh-huh. but Jack wanted it done. So there was like this disagreement between um, uh, doctors and, and medical and he just wasn't necessarily fitting in mm. and he was the team captain, but right. players yeah, he, was weren't a star. <laughs> he was a star and it just wasn't working out. It was not uh, yeah. working out for either, you know, either side. And they found a suitor in Vegas yeah. trade for him. And we got yeah, two good players out of it. So, yeah. Cause you guys, Cincinnati and Buffalo are a lot alike. We both have two, um, Sports are our major sports franchises is yeah. ours is the Reds and the Bengals, yours is the Sabres and the Bills. Well, I guess technically we have FC Cincinnati, the soccer, if you follow that at all, which I, I don't, <laughs> but right. they, they started a couple of years ago. But there's a lot, there's a lot of stuff that we, we have in common as, as far as that guy. I'll get to uh, Dale's question here or more statement. He goes, uh, I think the Chiefs take a step back. Give me a team beyond the Bengals and Bills from the AFC that should scare those teams the most. He said, "I'll see uh, Chargers for him." Who do, you, who do you who do you think in the AFC is behind, besides the Bengals, Bills? We can't take Chargers. Who, who do you think is a one to scare us? 
yeah, I kind of, I kind of feel the same way about the chargers. If we're not including the chiefs, um, I think the chargers, they, you know, they bolstered up their defense and Herbert's got to take that next step though. They missed the playoffs last year. He's, you know, he's, he's got to get that into that progression, but he's, his output is good. His, the offense is going to be scary. I think the chargers could be, could really surge next year. Um, the problem is they're, divisional record is it going to be good is it are they going to be able to squeak those games back because even divisional games are tough sometimes even if you're not evenly matched on paper sometimes it's hard to squeak those wins out like last year the browns with you guys gave you guys a fit right well well the second game we didn't play anybody so i don't count that one but the first one pissed me off which yeah, they ran the ball right. down our throat we couldn't stop them <laughs> sure i get that and that makes sense right but right you know, it's just those divisional games are always like they're not toss ups typically. Like the Bills are owning the Dolphins right now. The Patriots used to own the Bills, but like those other games could be like, you know, the the Patriots we lost to this year. They squeaked it out, and it was a weird weather game on that Monday Night Football. I don't know if you got a chance. Yeah, the to the that. wind. Yeah, when they yeah, was, they will. I think he threw the ball what five times or something and beat you guys or something like that. Yeah, exactly. And it was, it was frustrating. I don't even think he threw the ball. He may have thrown it three times is, is <laughs> what's coming off the top of my head. And yeah. Josh was able to throw in that wind, but he couldn't control the ball once it left his hands. Right. The wind was just moving that ball. We were booing our punter. I didn't take place in that, but the wind <laughs> was killing the punter's balls. And I'm just like, why are we booing the punter? But um, I remember you know, the kick. I remember the kickoff yeah. to that game. The yeah. kickoff to that game, I think, won the stands, <laughs> if I remember yeah. right. Yeah, when you're if... right, because um, the wind was to my back going that way, and that first kickoff went, yeah, right into the stands. Yeah, it was ridiculous. I was sitting there watching, going, holy <laughs> crap, what? Oh, my God. I'm yeah, like, man, was... he's got a leg. <laughs> like, that's the wind. Like, holy shit. Right. All right, so, all right, before we uh, came on the air, you and me were talking, talking wings, and we both love wings. Yeah. And you were talking about some different ways that you prepare wings. And one way that I've never done it, and I do have, it's smoking, smoking the wings. Yeah. How long does it take you to smoke them anyway? It doesn't take super long because they're small. Um, it could be a couple hours, an hour or two. Um, so, yeah, you can smoke them, use your favorite seasonings, um, dry rub. You can even throw them in sauce afterwards, and they're still pretty delicious. They're not crisp like a fried wing, mm -hmm. but it's still a wing and it's pretty good. And if you like smoked meats, it's you yeah. know, your average smoked chicken. It's pretty good. I still prefer my wings fried. And even when I cook at home, I use the air fryer. Yeah. Uh, I got like the basket air fryer, frozen wings, raw wings, whatever you want to do. They come out the same to me. Frozen just takes a little longer to cook. And then I, you know, here we use Frank's hot sauce mm, and, uh, and butter. And mm. then you can doctor that up if you want a little too. I'll add onion powder, garlic powder. Um, you could sprinkle some seasoning in there, whatever you want to do to doctor them up. But uh, yeah, so that's basically how we make a wing here in Buffalo. So how did, did now Buffalo Wild Wings originally started in Buffalo? How do you, what's the, the origin of it? I guess, like, how, how did that, do you know the, the story of how that started? What I know about Buffalo Wild Wings is they didn't originate here, but the owners or the originators are from Buffalo. And they oh, wanted okay. to bring a wing experience, I believe, to where they were like in college or experiencing life and started Buffalo Wild Wings. But here, they're shunned. They're totally, you get a store, it closes within six months to a year. I think we had one here that maybe lasted two years, but they don't last long here. Wow. That, that yes. sounds like like for for Cincinnati we're we're known for our, our chili, yeah. and and the big one around here is Skyline, and I'm a huge Skyline. Chili. I don't know if you've had a chance to have, uh, and the chili here in Cincinnati. I, I, have you? No, I haven't. I've been there three times, and I have not had a chance to. Taste All right, well, I'm I'm fixing that next time when you come here. If you come here for that Buffalo game, I'm fixing. It. I'll bring you some Skyline chili because we have the, basically we have two big ones. We have Skyline, and we have Gold Star, and here yeah. where I live on the west side of Cincinnati. There's one Gold Star, <laughs> and it's it's busy for the people who like Gold Star, but there's 20 Skylines around here. Everybody's yeah. got Skylines. Yeah. And that, that is the, the biggest selling thing here for, for us as far as, as we've been known for. And yeah. we've, gotten, we've gotten ripped. I mean, I remember last summer some New York guys uh, 
came here for the Mets game, and they were making fun of of the chili, and then oh, it looks it looks horrible, and that's not even because we don't use the big fat dogs, they're little they're little hot dog wieners. It's not more more about the taste of the chili, and yeah. everything else is more of just you know t- to enhance the the taste of it, and the buns there just to hold it. But we we've gotten so many people come after us and say, oh, it's horrible, oh, it's this isn't good, that's not good. I don't. It doesn't feel like, and I think it has a lot to do with Buffalo Wild Wings. Buffalo doesn't get that. I don't. I don't think you guys get shunned from the wings like we do with our chili. Yeah, and I, when I was talking to locals down there, and they were telling me about, they they would always come with this warning first, like it's not your typical chili. It's a yep. Mediterranean style chili. It's a little thinner because mm-hmm. they didn't want like us yeah. from out of town getting this shock factor and maybe thinking differently about their. Yeah, it's not. It's not thick chili. It's 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 a, it's a sauce kind of, but it's still yeah, chili yeah. for us. Yeah. But. Joe tried to make some for the Super Bowl. Um, so when I, we were at the house eating at his house eating some conies as close as he could recreate the skyline. But it was funny, his neighbor comes over for the game and he brings this basket of Cincinnati with him and he's got these Cincinnati beers in there and he's got a can of skyline in there. <laughs> and I I think Joe ended up eating that on his own. He wouldn't share it with us, but <laughs> When I was down there, though, I got to go to Jeff Ruby's. Oh, what, the uh, precinct? The precinct. Oh, yeah. That's good. That was delicious. I brought oh. my doggy bag home here in Buffalo, and I'm cutting the Jeff Ruby steak oh. on my dining room table here. Mm-hmm. I still use that to-go bag for work to this day. It's <laughs> like this It's like this big black zipper bag yeah. with yep. like this mm-hmm. insulation, this like wine sleeve in there. Yep. It's perfect for my lunch. I throw all my stuff in there. It doesn't matter the size of the container. And I take it to work and people are like, what is a Jeff Ruby? What is that? Oh, it's good, dude. It's, it's, yeah. It, yeah appreciate the, the steak burrow. We, I, we went there. I, I had that for uh, mine and my wife's anniversary. Uh, the steak burrow is just freaking delicious. It's expensive yeah. as hell, but God, it's good. Yeah. All right. Dale here. It says, um, wing nuts as good as, uh, the part of my take guys say it is. I never heard of wing nuts prior to them getting on like bar stool on that. They were like frying wings out of like a VFW or something like that. Hmm. And then uh, bar stool like raised money for them to get a brick and mortar spot. But ah. I have yet to try them. Um, I've got a, I still, there's so many wing places here. I still have a bucket list of wing places I got to get to, <laughs> to, you know, sort of experience some of the places guys are asking me about like bar bill, uh, Kyle, uh, what's his name? Kyle Brandt from uh, NFL Network was yeah. here last year, and he got a beef on Weck and Wings from Bar Bill. I still got to get there. I got to try that Wing Nuts. There's this place called Macy's. I've had their pizza. Mm-hmm. I got to drag Joe out there one day for lunch uh, to go get some wings and pizza. They make this hearty pizza with huge chicken fingers on it. They throw these massive like concoctions on this pizza. It's almost Ooh. too much, <laughs> but. I'm drooling talking about. It. I know. I'm, like, I'm, 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 I'm gonna. I, like I said, I had to get off here. I'm gonna go make me some wings. Like, man, I, I'm starving already. Now, the the funny thing is, what's cool thing is, we have a, a pizza place here as well. But it's again, it's more known for its sauce. It's called La Rosa's, and their pizza sauce, I think, is the best. I mean, I, I'm sold on, on their pizza. It's the best pizza sauce I've ever had. I've had lots of different. I went to Chicago and had theirs. I mean, deep dish pizza, it's good. Everything, I I, I like it, but I love La Rosa's sauce and like when i my wife is from florida and when we first got married we lived in florida for the first year and a half and dude it was killing me i had a hard time well they did have a skyline so i found skylines but i had a hard time i couldn't find um i couldn't find the roses because they didn't have it cincinnati one i couldn't find uh montgomery and that's that's the barbecue uh, sauce i was telling you about which that's that's one i put on wings the montgomery barbecue sauce i'll take the wings and i'll put it in a crock pot and yeah. I'll put the, the sauce in there, and I'll let it simmer, you know, a couple hours, and, and it soaks into the wings. Oh my yeah. god, it's it is so good. I it's had like that. The and Swedish, then, it's like the Swedish meatballs of wings. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. But man, it it, it was it was it, they are d- delicious because when you get done, the wings just kind of fall off. And oh my goodness, I love them. So oh, yeah. I had that, and then we have chips here that I love too. It's called uh, called Grippos. Okay. They're barbecue chips, and I to me they're the best the best chips. And what people started doing. Is is uh, they put the barbecue uh, grippo sauce or the the not the sauce but the the powder on wings yeah. and they're freaking delicious, man! It is I is one of the best wings that, that I've ever had. Yeah, absolutely. It, it sounds delicious. 
it, it's just it's just cool. There's a lot of just uh, like when we go to different cities, like we we go to like like I said, my son played travel hockey back yeah. in the day, and I liked going to different cities and, and trying different stuff. So uh, that's that's one of the things me and my wife love to do is go try out. Like what what are you guys known for? You know, what what do we yeah. need to try? So if I go to Buffalo and there's one wing joint that, that I, I I can only go to one. Which sure. one would you would would you recommend right now? I know you said you haven't been to all of them, but which one would you recommend? So I'm from Niagara Falls, and I, I live now on the outskirts of Niagara Falls, which is just north of Buffalo. Everybody knows Niagara Falls, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. One of the seven wonders. There's a place here called Judy's that is my favorite wing spot. You got to go there and eat it. It's different if you get wings delivered because it's got that that sort of saturation time between delivery, and I feel like the taste and the texture changes. If you go there, you sit down, you get Judy's wings. Ooh. Now, Augie here says go to Duff's or Anchor Bar. I got Duff's right here. <laughs> um, Anchor Bar is where you go if you're a tourist. Ah. Anchor Bar is the Anchor Bar is the original Buffalo Wing. That's the original creator of the Buffalo Wing. There's there's stories to it. My story, I, I heard we've got this famous blizzard of 77, it's called, and Buffalo was snowed in up to street lights. And uh, and they were snowed in, and they fried chicken wings and put hot sauce on them and created the chicken wing, the anchor bar. <laughs> and we don't call them buffalo wings here because we're from Buffalo. We're from Buffalo, yeah. Well, they're most time, chicken wings. Yeah, most time we just call them wings or chicken wings. I mean, uh, like if we go yeah. to B Dubs, I call B Dubs. That's what I. That's what we always call. It. But like I said, we got we got some local ones here that I like that are are. I think that that the it's called Wild Mike's. It's a local one here on the west side of Cincinnati. Yeah. And it's, it's, I think it's a lot of Fra- Frank's red hot sauce is what they use or, or a variant of that was their hot sauce. And I, I don't know about you, Glenn, but the, like when I was younger, dude, to give me the hottest stuff around, I'd eat it. But now I still eat it, but I'd rather not burn the crap out of my mouth for, you know, hours. And, and the, the other after effects that comes from eating hot sauce stuff. All yeah. I, I, I agree. Like jalapenos, even yes. things like that. Peppers. Uh, when I was younger, it was fine. What's interesting is I had COVID um, back in December, and I lost my taste. Mm. And the only thing I could get was sensation. So hot foods really ah. were exciting for me. <laughs> and now I've been back on this hot, spicy kick, man. Even though my taste is back, hot like hot is really working for me right now again. Yeah, I, I like I like hot stuff. Like I just like I said, I. I've got the point where I want it hot, but I just don't want it to burn the ever loving crap out of my mouth. You know, yeah. where like I'm sweating and it's hard yeah. to eat it, and like that's not that's not enjoyable anymore. I, I you know I, I will I do I do do it every once in a while, but I'm more into like I keep saying beat ups, and I, I and I know they get run out of town there, but they have one a sauce now called jam and jalapeno, and it's it's perfect. It's you can taste the jalapeno. But you're not burning the crap out of your tongue. I'm like, that's like one of my favorite ones to get. Yeah, yeah. So what 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 is your go-to sauce then? Uh hot. Some places make them super hot, but I like a Frank's hot sauce. Mm-hmm. It is what I'll use in the house. I've been using some goofy sauce. Like uh they come out with this Josh Allen uh brand sauces, sort of gimmicky, and it's got uh uh Josh on the on the cover of the bottle. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so I've, I've been using that too lately just for sort of the gimmick and taking pictures of it and you know gosh yelling hot sauce which isn't too bad actually it's not That's bad cool. at all I got, I got another place for you to check out when you come here um if you like hot hot sauce it's north it's in north Cincinnati it's called jungle gyms okay it's this huge freaking store it's got all it's got every kind of hot sauce imaginable yeah it, it's got stuff called devil's blood there where you have to actually have to uh give a consent form <laughs> to, to buy it so you won't yeah. come after them because it's so freaking hot i mean they, they if you want if you like hot stuff or different exotic sauces or anything you need to go check out jungle gyms if you have a chance to come here which like i said it's it's north of the city so it would probably take a good 30 to 45 minutes depending on where if you're coming from the stadiums to get to it but it's definitely worth checking out if you like hot hot stuff there yeah for sure <clears throat> so augie says he's a he said he's in southern New York. He said that he's a tourist in Buffalo. That's why he, I guess that's why he likes Anchor. I've gone Anchor Bar a few times, and um, you know I don't hate them at all. Honestly, it's a it's a decent wing. It's fine. I think that it's cool in there. They got all these pictures and stuff on the walls and that, but it's not bad. It's 
you know, but you know, the locals will be like, yeah, it's touristy, you know, stay away from <laughs> All right, let's see here. Let's uh let's bring in here. We've got about 10 more minutes here. Yeah. Um let's bring it to 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 the <laughs> Buffalo Bills to and the Bengals here. What I now you know, I, I I haven't really followed the Bills. I know they're they're they lost their offense coordinator, and I know you've uh, added uh, Vaughn uh, Miller to your to your team. What else have you guys added? And and I guess my question is is why is most people picking the Bills for the Super Bowl favorites right now? In your opinion, I think that Kansas City game really because there was so much exposure in that playoff game, and they saw the potential of the offense. Um, and I still think that the people think that they can come in the next season and sort of do the same thing. They were picking the Bills as the favorite going into 2021 also. Right. Um, kind of. They were Tampa Bay was also taking over, but it was like switching. If you watch Vegas odds and things like that. Um, but Buffalo needed that one piece, I thought, to take them over the top. They, they had the number one defense last year. It kind of let them down in the last minute. Mm -hmm. um, their offense still wasn't like the top, it wasn't one, two or three, but they had a high potent, crazy striking stop Josh Allen. If you can offense, especially right. going down that stretch. And I think the people that sort of really get hyped on that are just remembering that, that performance by Josh in those two playoff games, even coming into the playoffs, Josh was a force. He was, basically pitching perfect games the entire time until that Kansas city game. But he was unstoppable against the Patriots. He just steamrolled them. And I was nervous going in that game because the last time we saw the Pats at home, they beat us. Right. They beat Buffalo, but I think they're really riding high on it. And I think Vaughn Miller, he, he is a little older, but I think he does still have something to him. Um, adds that little extra piece. And right. Are they my favorite for the Super Bowl? I hate even thinking about that or answering that question just because, you know, I'm a Bills fan. But there's a lot of pressure there, and even thinking about it is, like, exciting, and I just want the season to play out. But that's why I think people are thinking, like, could the Bills be a favorite? Could be the favorite going in is because of those performances. Right. Yeah, see, I don't have a problem with everybody picking the Bills. The, the ones I, I have a problem with is is – some of them are, are are the odds makers, I should say. I was look, looking yeah. this up yesterday. They have the Chiefs above the Bengals. They have the 49ers above the Bengals. They have the Browns, the Cleveland Browns <laughs> above yeah. the Bengals. I mean, these are all teams that we beat last year. And this, I just looked this up like two days ago. So the offensive line moves are already in place. So they're yeah. taking these odds with with what we did. And and I, I guess it has a lot to do with it that there's been it's, – it's very hard when you lose a Super Bowl – to come back that next year. And, and most teams don't do it. Like, ha hell, halftime, you don't even make the playoffs the next year. Right. So I guess that has a lot to do with it. But for me, I, I find it hard to believe that people are still sleeping on the, the Bengals as much as they are because of what they did last year and how when our offense was clicking, which yes. when our, people ever kept asking me this, when's our offense going to start getting consistent? And I kept saying when our offensive line is consistent. Well, our offensive line is going to be pretty consistent this year. Yes. I think we got a chance of dropping 40 on people almost every game. Sure. And that's where I'm, I'm, I'm shocked is, is how we're not up there with, with the bills in the top five or, you know, last year I knew that everybody, some people thought we were only going to win like four games, yeah. but hell this year, I mean, look what we did. You know, that's where I'm, I'm just really shocked of where they, they, they placed us. You know, exposure matters too. Um, the Bengals didn't play a ton of primetime games. They had that Thursday night game against the Jags where they struggled for half the game, right? The right. Bills played a lot of primetime games last year, lost one, but, you know, whooped ass in a few of them. And, you know, they really got to sort of see the Bengals in the playoffs, but even those games were very close games, and the Bengals right. did still win them. Other than that Chiefs game when they came back, incredible game, right? Mm -hmm. And then they see them in the Super Bowl. And I think they still are sort of carrying that stigma to them, like people that really aren't watching these games and understanding the Bengals as much as the fans, the Bengal fans do, are don't have a grasp on who they are. So they're going to sort of be slept on, in, in my opinion, at this point. And, um, you know, they're going to make some waves again next year. And then I really think they're going to start grabbing the attention of national media. There's going to be some... 
high-profile games for the Bengals next year. It's going to be some great exposure nationally for them. Yeah, that's one that did surprise me, too, is us being a young and upcoming team last year that we only had one primetime game. We never got any, any of the games flexed, which I yeah. I thought for sure the Browns game or the 49ers game or one of these other games where they got flexed to Sunday night. And yeah. it never happens. That, that always shocked me. And we'll find out, but I'm, I'm counting on us having a, at least two or three primetime games yeah. this year. I and would yeah, bet that, the bills Bengal game is – I would bet that that yes. would be a primetime game. Yes, absolutely. That, that, that should be. I mean, you got – why wouldn't that be? That would be the perfect right. – showcase for the NFL. You have two of the young up-and-coming teams, two young upcoming star quarterbacks in yeah. Jackpot Joe Burrow and Josh Allen. Yeah. That's a perfect one to put put in prime time. Like Monday night, Thursday night, you know, Absolutely. somewhere around there. The Sunday night game is their big ticket now, right? And you got last year's AF, you got last year's AFC representative in the Super Bowl and you've got the team that everybody keeps telling you is supposed to go to this game. Right. And you know, why wouldn't you want them to play on national TV against each other? I, I, that would be crazy to me to think that they would play Sunday at one o'clock or right, right. you know what I mean? It just, yeah. I don't know how you do it. Uh, yeah. That, that's one. I, I can't wait till the schedule comes out because I'm already going to go. I'm going to go down to Florida. Cause my, like I said, my wife's from Florida. Her family's down there. So my sister-in-law has tickets to the Buccaneers game and the Bengals are playing yeah. the Bucks. Yeah. So I'm going to go down there. I just got to figure out when the hell, <laughs> when the hell the game is. So yeah. I'll, I'll play waiting another. for May. We're all waiting for May to come around so we can get that schedule. Oh, dude, I, and that's one thing about being a football fan. It's like there's there, the, the offseason of of NFL football is so different from when we were kids. When, yeah. Like when the offseason started, I mean, you never heard nothing. You know, they, they, they just yeah. waited until you know training camp started in August. That was it. Now, hell, you've got you you, you got the draft, you got the draft, you you got the combine, you got the free agency, you, yeah. you've got mini camp. You got all this stuff. It's like every month there's something to look forward to. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's totally now, year round. Yeah, and now with all these trades, I mean, yeah. I've never seen this many trades, Glenn, in my entire life in the it NFL. Was, it was teams. insane. It was insane. Yeah. Every time you look, you're, you're missing something if you weren't, right. you know, on your phone the entire time. Right, so, and that's one thing. Like, like I'll just say this, and that's one thing. I kind of like, I'm surprised that the Bengals don't get more pub for what they did for their offensive line, but. If you look at all the other trades and the big names that the other teams have done, well, then you understand because when you know Russell Wilson is moving and 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 Deshaun Watson is going and yeah. and uh, uh, um, Ryan uh, Matty Ice is going to, to Indianapolis and all that stuff's going. These big name quarterbacks are moving teams. Yeah, they're going to catch the headlines, and that's another reason why I think people might forget about the Bengals again. But we'll see. I said yeah, absolutely. I, hey, keep sleeping on us. They slept on us last year, and look what happened. <laughs> I know that's and you know that's the thing and I, I kind of would rather as a Bills fan have be under that radar a little bit, but um, I just feel like you know certain are you, teams are gunning and yeah you guys are are not definitely not under the radar I will tell you that <laughs> lots of people are picking picking Buffalo to to go to the AFC Championship and it'll be I, I have a question how if this happens if the Bengals and the Bills do face each other uh, in the AFC Championship to go go to Super Bowl. Will you and your brother be able to be in the same room to watch the game together? Yeah, I mean, really? We're, yeah, we're we don't fight really at all. Like That's, Joe, oof. Joe's my best friend. Like outside of like all this, like I'm always texting him. What are you doing? We're hanging out. Right. We work swing shifts, so we get odd days off together. Like when the kids are at school and the wives are working, and we work the exact same shift, but with the exact same days off. So like we spend time together and we hang out a lot and like there's like no fighting with each other. And even the Bengals went and I I rooted for the Bengals. I wore my, I bought a, um, a Burrow Jersey when I was down there for that Thursday night game. I'm in. You had that that on, didn't you? That pit that you wore that there that night. Yeah. I wore it there and I wore it for the Super Bowl. I'm in the Bengals pro shop though. And black and orange is an amazing color combo. And I'm just like, I need to buy a jersey. I'm here. <laughs> I got a Boomer Esiason jersey too. And back in middle school in the '90s, I would Joe had this white Carl Pickens jersey. I used to steal that and wear it to school because I used to get these compliments to all these Buffalo kids. Would be like Carl Pickens, he's the man. We love Carl Pickens. <laughs> and, you know. Yeah, Carl Pickens was awesome. I, I do. I I think the Bengals got the coolest helmet helmets around. And I got to give you props. That that's awesome because. My as you as like I said on this episode, my wife's from Florida. She's a Buccaneers fan. She does yes. root for the Bengals, but you know she does root for her team that she she grew up uh, grew up grew up rooting for. Yeah. Well, this year 
we kept saying there's a chance that the yes. Bengals and the Buccaneers could go to the Super Bowl. Yes. And I kept telling her, me and my son were both like, I love you. I can't watch the game with you. <laughs> I, 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 it's just, it's not her. It's, it's, it's me. I can't, I could not watch the, if they lost to, to the uh, Buccaneers, I, I, I would not be a very nice person. <laughs> I, could, sure. I, I could, I could handle it. I've just, I got flaws like that, but that's good that you guys can hang out and watch the game together. That's cool. After the, after a loss, it could be stunning, right? And you're not really like wanting to talk to anybody. I can't watch games with most people anyway. Like I have to be alone or with my brother or my wife or just sort of in the solace during the game. I need to watch. Right. Having yes. season tickets this year was overwhelming because I'm at the game and I'm trying to watch the game and there's so much going on still. But um, yeah, so there's no like fighting. There's really no animosity and, Whoever won, we wear their jersey. Joe was wearing a Stefan Diggs jersey for against for that Chiefs game. He was here. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we both that's that's just how we do it. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. All right. Well, make sure everybody follows Glenn Goodberry, the Goodberry variant on Twitter. I tell you to go follow your podcast, but you don't have a podcast, do you? You I don't have a podcast. People have been sort of ruffling me and Joe to do this like Manning cast type stuff and just sort of bounce off of each other and um you know, I, I think that's a cool idea, but I, I kind of like this. I like visiting you guys and getting to hang out with like uh, um, my my new Bengal family, especially <laughs> over this last year. Everybody's been so cool and like reaching out, really talking to me. That Bills loss, I had so many DMs and messages. And then when the Bengals won, I made sure to sort of go through and hit everybody back up that you know came through for me. And so it's been real cool in, in that regard. But. Uh, no, I don't have a podcast, and uh, yeah, just follow me on Twitter. Hit me up, and let's you, talk you, football. You'll get all and... kinds of cool pictures of wings and beer, and like I said, you make a fat guy drool. And, I, and yeah. go check out the Bengals and Brews podcast when you and Joe were on there. That was an awesome one. It was I, a good time. You guys are on for like an, like an hour and a half or something like that. Yeah. I was like, I, I still haven't been able to finish watching the whole thing, but it was it was really cool to watch you guys uh, go, go just have fun and talking football and wings and beer and that's some exactly. of my favorite, favorite subjects and with two of my favorite guys and Derek and Dale those are my uh my seat neighbors so they uh they sit right behind me and I I cannot wait until football starts I mean I don't want it to be cold I'm tired of cold you know sure. but like I like to keep telling my wife like like you said springtime in Buffalo it's like here like yeah. one day it's 70 next day it's 30 then it yeah. starts snowing then it's raining I'm like just you know, like if you're gonna have crappy weather and I don't have football Get out of here. I want sun. Yeah, <laughs> you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's where I'm at. All right, Glenn. Well, I appreciate you coming on. Now you have to check out the show tomorrow because I got another guy coming on that you might might know of. You know, his last name's Goodberry too. You, I, I thought I thought Joe would come on in the comments and, and mess with you, but he I guess he left you alone. So I don't know what he's doing. I think he's uh parenting, you know, he's got his kids. Ah, well, you try to try to adult. Ah, that adult stuff is boring. <laughs> I'll hop on tomorrow, though, and give it a watch. All right. That sounds good, Glenn. Appreciate you, man. Yeah, man. It was a good time. Thanks a lot. Easy. Yep. See you. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed that. Yeah, go check out Glenn. Go follow him on Twitter. He's, like I said, he's he's fun. A fun follow. Like I said, dude, he, I, I, I want to go hang out with him and Joe. I want to go to some some wings places, some pizza places. I want to go check these out because I love wings. It's probably like my favorite food to eat. So then I would love to go to Buffalo and check out all, all the different ones on there. So I know it's a little different show, but hey, it's off season, man. Got to talk about different stuff. But tomorrow, his brother Joe Goodberry will be on the show, so we will definitely be doing some draft breakdowns, and I'll probably ask Joe's uh, opinion on his uh, favorite uh, Buffalo Buffalo wing place. Well, I should say wing place or wing sauce or whatever. Anyway, let me get to the Facebook groups that let me live stream, and of course, I appreciate every single one of them. They're Hootie Nation, Hootie Legion. Bearcat Country, Bearcat Ruckus, Cincinnati Reds, Riding Third, Heading for Home, the Ohio State Bucknuts, the Ice Bar, and then you follow me on all my social media platforms, all under sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Twitter handle is at Jeff A. Trenopole. TikTok is at Niceman90. If you're watching on Twitter, I have over 2,000 followers on Twitter, which is unbelievable. I never thought I'd get that many people to follow me on Twitter. But if you're watching me on Twitter and you have not subscribed to my channel, please do so. Please go to the YouTube channel, Sports with Strawberry Ice. Hit the subscription. I would love to get 2,000 subscribers on my channel. That would be awesome. I'm also on TikTok at Iceman90. I'll be pulling the sound off later on tonight. 
put it on the podcast. It's on Beanpod, Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, Play, pretty much wherever you get your podcast. Please make sure you rate, like, review. Give me a five-star review. I would greatly appreciate it. Leave a comment so more Cincinnati fans can find my podcast. YouTubers, like I said, I'll try to get to 2,000. We're at 1,545. That is awesome. I appreciate you guys. I appreciate the support. I'm glad you guys like what I'm doing. I can't wait for football. I want the draft to get here. Let's have some fun tomorrow. Joe Goodberry is going to be on the show. So bring your draft questions. Bring your Bengals questions. Hell, bring your Wings questions. Bring your Marvel Comics questions. Whatever you got, bring it for Joe. I'll see you guys tomorrow. And that's just sports, baby. See ya! Cincinnati, we gon' rise in now.